Here we are back again with the fourth podcast in this in this mind skills 101 thing. You know, I'm I'm here with Dr. Rachel Walker and uh, I'm Max Burby. Hey so everyone, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. So uh, in this one, we're going to be talking about emotion management. I think kind of maybe sort of summary for this this series. So mm-hmm. what do you got for me? Well, yeah, I get to ask you, you a, question. Ask a question. Oh, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Um, all right, Max. Can you think about a time during your skiing career where you felt strong emotions that impacted your performance, whether positively or negatively? How were you able to manage your emotions so that they were beneficial to your performance? So I think that's something I work on every single day, even if, if it, even if it's not in my sport. But you know, definitely in my sport, I try to focus on it the most. But so quite honestly, it's you know, it's trial and error. Um, I think that I have to try to do so many different things, especially on race day, to see what works and what doesn't really. And, and, you know, since my beginning of my career before I, you know, when I really started caring, so around high school, (laughs) (laughs) it, you know, it was a, you know, up and down and up Mm -hmm. and down and freaking out. And then especially in college, you know, you, you know, I get, you know, you get help, um, by coaches and and teammates and even yourself in PHP. But, um, I think that having emotions on competition or game day is more than okay. And what I know is that at some point, if you can reach the flow state, I will be able to flush away the emotions for the time being. And that's important. And I think one reason I love skiing is because no matter what's going on in my life, if I hit the flow state, I got a minute and 10 seconds, a minute and 30 seconds where nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. No one can tell me anything. I can go as fast as I want. No one, no one can tell me to slow down. Yeah. And that's something that's really cool. Uh, it's that feeling. It's just unbelievable. Um, so obviously this is way easier said than done, but <laughs> something I've really started noticing this year about myself is that when I actually care too much about the overall performance and competition, I stress myself out. I started mm-hmm. asking a lot of questions. My teammates actually called me out on it the other day. They were like, you know that when you're nervous, you ask a lot of questions. And I was like, I didn't know that. But that's a good thing to like yeah. bring awareness to. Absolutely. And I was like, I appreciate you telling me. And I was like, wow, I do ask a lot of questions because I'm worrying about things I can't control. Mm. Instead of things like, I don't even need to ask you these questions. I'm just asking them because I feel like I want to know the answer for no reason. There's yeah. no reason. Like, why does it matter? Right? Yeah. Why does it matter if it's going to be sunny tomorrow? It doesn't. Like, is it, is it going to be cold tomorrow? Well, and especially in your sport. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you can't I mean, control that. It doesn't matter. And the more present I can be throughout the day has been a huge thing to learn. I think just focusing on being there with my teammates or just enjoying the little things rather than thinking about what is to come. So, you know, enjoying like I'm out here doing what I love with my teammates, my best friends, you know, I'm skiing. I mean, that's not that bad. Right. Um, But like I said before, it's all trial and error. And once you figure out what works, it's just as important to learn how to put yourself in that position and, you know, I mean, for me, I've realized like I got to I, I got to care about the right things and, mm. and not care about some things. And I think I see some of my athletes, like some of the best guys on my team, they couldn't care mm-hmm. if they go out. They 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 know their self worth and they know that today doesn't define them. Mm-hmm. They're a whole person. Yeah. And I think looking at that is important. Like looking at the bigger picture instead of just like these little pieces. Like, who said it? If you have a th- if you have a thousand puzzle piece piece puzzle if you have a thousand pieces in a puzzle and you take away one one piece you can still see the picture yeah that makes sense yeah and I think it's important to look at that yeah that's great I mean I think I think the interesting thing there like the awareness around those questions that you ask when you're more anxious 
the ironic thing is the more that you ask those questions, the more anxious you're, you're probably going to be right. It's in the other podcast when we were talking, I think it was one of the first ones when we were talking about, um, those anxious thoughts taking you away from the present moment, they're going to the future. Absolutely. But it just keeps, it keeps those, um, that emotion going. It's feeding it. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be there. Mm -hmm. I I can just be, if I'm here right now, I'm Mm -hmm. not worrying about tomorrow. Yeah. That's where anxiety comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So question for you. Yes. As all athletes know, sports can heavily dictate and influence current and future emotions. How do you differentiate between emotions during either a race or a game or, and when an athlete isn't performing, like how do you, you know, differentiate between these emotions, like, good and bad and, mm-hmm. you know it's gonna it's hard for athletes but mm-hmm. is there even a difference what are ways an athlete can manage their emotions without burying themselves in, un- in really unhealthy ways yeah yeah so it's an interesting question because we're all human we all have emotions the the positive the negative the comfortable the uncomfortable um and I think what maybe you're getting at is when you're performing, how do you understand yourself, you know, and are aware at what level of emotion, or we call it, I alluded to this in a a previous podcast, arousal level, Mm -hmm. do you perform best at? And then how do you manage it if, like for you, for instance, if you're anxious, how do you bring that pre-performance anxiety down to a level that's going to be performative and actually enhance your performance for you. Um, So we call that the individual zone of optimal functioning. And um, it really is, I mean, we can work with you athletes out there to, to figure this out for yourself, but chances are you probably have a good sense. Like if you're someone who gets super caught up in, you know, the the anxiety thoughts and the the stress leading into a performance and if you overthink things and then it doesn't go well then you're probably an athlete who um doesn't function as well in that higher zone of functioning like that more amped up uh zone maybe you're more of the mid zone athlete or maybe you're more of the zen zone athlete which is that lower level and and really then once you figure that out it's using the other mental skills to oh i'm getting up into the yellow or the red area for myself in my zone how do i bring that back down or you know if you're lacking the motivation and you're kind of flat on race day or game day how do i bring that and you're too low how do you bring that uh energy and arousal up to amp yourself up yeah and and you're gonna see it different with all athletes i can tell you i got teammates who will bang their head against a wall to fire themselves up and i got athletes who will like literally put snow down their down their down their jackets to cool themselves down and calm down and like yeah try to be like more present and just relaxed mm-hmm. so it's you know it's different for every single person yeah i was i was more of that mid zone to lower kind of zen in between the zen and the mid zone mm-hmm. um athlete and and if i got too amped up i would overthink and then you know in skiing you put yourself at risk for injury and crashing and you just kind of when it comes to race day you kind of have to just let it go and so i was that person you know snow on my neck listening to zen music um but then on day 
on days where I didn't have the energy, I'd have to have those tools to pump myself up. So taking sharp breaths to like bring the energy or for me, it was, you know, kind of joking around with with my teammates and my coaches to kind of get the energy going or to, you know, listen to pump up music on my my iTunes I even saw I saw a study that that said uh, if you hit your chest, uh, bits of adrenaline can be automatically pumped through your body. Yeah. And I see a lot of athletes doing that. I've even done that. Yeah. Interesting. Things like that. So when we think about managing emotion, so outside of that zone of optimal functioning, like as a human being, um, when we're thinking about emotions, mental health and overall well-being, it's important to allow what's coming up to be there, right? And be an observer, be a witness of those emotions and not try to stuff it down or bury it like you like you mentioned. Because when we do that, that causes more suffering, more struggle, Absolutely. and then you're gonna get more frustrated. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, think of the acronym SEE, S-E-E, like I see you. Um, and with that, so the S stands for separate from the emotion. Imagine you're looking at your emotion from across the room or like a curious scientist who's never seen it before, right? Just kind of observing it, separate from it. And then embrace, the E is embrace the emotion. Let yourself fully feel it without trying to bury it, without trying to stuff it. And eventually it'll run run its course. Sometimes taking a breath or just acknowledging where you might feel the emotion in your body can be helpful in letting it run its course. Absolutely. And then the second or the third letter um is e again evaluate the emotion so you want to do this once the emotions passed you don't want to do it in the moment like oh why am i feeling this way well that's going to make you more frustrated absolutely (laughs) frustration leads to more frustration yeah so um once it's passed you can shed some light on it and you know here are some questions you might want to ask where's the emotion coming from what's it trying to tell me our emotions have meaning there's usually a reason you know why is it there what's it trying to tell you evaluate the experience and how how you are able to manage it by doing that well i love that technique i think that's cool yeah. So uh, let's do some do's and don'ts and then finish up. All right. All right. So a do. Do recognize emotions as part of being human. Try to allow yourself to experience all emotion. Focus on what's within your control and apply C to your emotions. And a don't. Don't. Don'ts. Right. Thanks for the prompt. <laughs> <laughs> Push emotions, so you don't want to push emotions away, avoid them, or bury them. This takes a lot of energy, right? And Mm -hmm. it'll lead you feeling more exhausted and more stuck in your emotion, leading to more suffering in your life and your performance. Acceptance. Yes, acceptance. Well, Rachel, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm going to finish up with a quote here. And I don't know, you take this how you want it, but wherever you are, be all there. Oh, I love it. Mm. There. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> we're there. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank this you. Thank you. Appreciate it.